My name is Holly Kinnean and this is Dialing In With Habitus. Richard Peters is a director at Tobias Partners and a familiar and regular face at Habitus HQ. His own home, dubbed The Shed and completed in 2010, appears in Habitus issue 13 and is an artful example of adaptive reuse in a city that desperately calls for it. More recently, we caught up with Richard to learn about Hackstead Garden House, a weekender for a couple on land that has been in the family for many years. Today, Richard joins us on Dialing In With Habitus to speak about how Tobias Partners has transitioned to work from home. We learn some of the pros, cons and neutral outcomes that have come about as a result. Mostly, it's the latter, as Richard tells us of a team that took a moment to readjust and then continued to carry on. Richard says they're a practice set up to deal with difficult problems and resolve them in artful ways, and looks forward to implementing new ideas for residential design and re-evaluating working models into the future. Let's hear exactly what Richard has to say. Richard, thank you for your time today and for dialing in with Habitus. Welcome. I'd love to start by hearing in your own words a little bit about your journey with architecture and how you came to be a project principal with Tobias Partners. Um, how I came to be a principal was a matter of time, <laughs> a long time. Um, my, yeah, my name is Richard Peters and I'm one of four principals at Tobias Partners. So that's um, myself, Nick Tobias, John Richards and Matthew Crewson. And we obviously have a wonderful, wonderful team. So we're normally based in Paddington, in an old Victorian pub that was once the old Dunbar. I'm not sure if you know it, but sort of between Oxford Street and the, well, where the Sydney Football Stadium was. Yeah, I've been to <laughs> um, your office, but only as an office. I, I didn't know it was a, um, a pub previously. Yes, it was a pub previously. I'm old enough to remember <laughs> going in there on one or two occasions, which is interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we predominantly, well, Tobias Partners probably work on, on new houses in Sydney, as you know, mainly along the eastern foreshore, say Manly to the north, uh, to Bondi and Bronte in the east and sometimes in, in the west. We've also done a few new houses down the far south coast recently as well. So our practice has just finished two new houses in Bronte, another one in Manly, one in Vaucluse, one in Leichhardt. And we're currently working on projects from Wallara to as far south as Bermagui. Sounds like your uh, plate is as full as ever. Yes, nothing's really changed in that regard. In fact, I think we're working a little bit harder in some way. Um, but yeah, I, I recently finished a pro, like one of my most recent projects was an adaptation of an old industrial building, um, which was a former drill hall in, in my car, um, which we're calling the, the drill hall house. Mm-hmm. I'm also finishing a house on, on the harbour at Lavender Bay, um, the interior of an apartment opposite the beach in Manly. And we're getting a contract in place for, for a new house that's about to start construction in Middle Harbour in Northbridge. So, yeah, we certainly still have lots of work on and yeah, which is great. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, so Tobias Partners, as you said, is a fairly decent-sized team. Prior to COVID-19, was it set up for remote or flexible working? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're a core team of 14, mainly architects and interior designers. Mm-hmm. I was working out of our Paddington office until about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now, like most of the team, I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. We have had sort of, I mean, the technology is rather mobile anyway. I mean, we've mm-hmm. always worked from laptops and 
people or the principals at least have always sort of worked around the clock on laptops and all that sort of thing and we've just sort of set the other staff up to take their, their computers home with them if they if they need and right. yeah, it, it all seems to be working rather well. Right. Um, and, you know, for me it's a change of scene. Our place was originally um, the Farrier's Workshop, um, which we turned into our home about 10 years ago. We call it the shed. You know it because you featured it some years ago. Thank we you. Did. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's that's where I'm working. So I was actually going to ask you about the shed. Um, as you say, you designed that uh, ten years ago in 2011. At the time, did you design in a studio or a home office, or what? What does your work from home setup look like well, right now? Yeah, yeah, we we did because my partner Heidi she always works from home so we have a dedicated office for her so you know the first week for me working at home was a bit of a challenge you know we both have video meetings going on at the same time and all that sort of thing so then there was a bit of negotiation I stopped blinking so loudly we started calendar syncing and apparently I can be quite loud when I'm talking with the team um but that's okay because we divided ourselves between the office and the dining table, which is now my desk, which looks out to a small north-facing courtyard, which is filled with plants and natural light. So I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, but, and we also move around a bit and sometimes it feels good to sit on the sofa and read an email or you know, go upstairs, go outside. But, yeah, moving up and down does really help me mix it up a bit. And I still get out to site meetings a couple of times a week, which I – Really like, otherwise I think I'd go insane. <laughs> it's definitely feeling um, a bit stagnant. <laughs> There's probably a theme in there somewhere. Um, I do need to get better at the Zoom yoga classes, though, and switching off. But um, I'm working on that. But all in all, it's running pretty smoothly, mm. and um, because we've got you know, that connectivity to the team mm. and all the technology we need, you know, I think that that's obviously key. Um, but yeah, having those projects under construction whilst we're in lockdown was was, um, was great because it gave me a legitimate reason for getting out of the house. Mm. Apart from you know my morning routine, which sort of involves a walk down to the beach and a swim, that's what kind of sets me up for the day. Although swimming had its challenges recently too, with those beaches closed, mm. we had to come up with creative ways of accessing the coast down rocky cliffs, and I've got quite a few bruises to show for that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's interesting good. that idea of setting up a um, a morning routine before coming to work or setting yourself up to work from home. Was there, in that transition period of the office moving to work from home, how did that work in terms of um, not only just uh, technology but also, uh, you know, staying connected to each other and keeping keeping the progression going on, on certain projects at different stages? Um. Not really much has changed, to be perfectly honest with you, apart from the physical contact. But, you know, I can be sort of at one end of the office and pick up a phone and talk to, you know, one of the guys at the other end of the office or upstairs or downstairs or wherever. Um, So that aspect hasn't really changed. I mean, I I would usually sort of walk around and, you know, be more engaging with with the teams and we sort of sit down together and review work and and that sort of thing. But, you know, we're doing all of that online in that, you know, maybe we'll just pick up a a Zoom meeting and you can do that little share screen facility, which has been really useful for reviewing drawings and models together. Um, And really just sort of keeping up the communication. You know, we talk probably more regularly. We we decide what we're working on and agree on what that needs to be and, 
And yeah, we just stay connected as we were before. Mm. And what about in terms of creativity and design and project work? You mentioned you can share screens so you can review um, drawings as, as, you know, they're ready for review. But what about in the stages before that? How were your team and, and yourself as well keeping up creativity? And has that changed uh, from working from the office to working from home? I guess my own home is a more creative environment in some ways and, and you know uh, I'm sort of starting to rethink the whole sort of purpose of an office to be honest and mm. I think this gives us a bit of an opportunity to to think about that a bit more deeply but um yeah I mean you creativity is always there I mean I work with some very creative people and you know we're always talking about ideas and whether it's face-to-face or you know over the phone or video platform I don't think it really makes a great deal of difference I, I do think maybe being more adaptive and having more opportunities to be in different environments might actually help that level of creativity I mean for me I have to set myself up for the day and you know that usually involves something that's not really work so you know for example I was swimming every morning at Coogee Beach and you know I have to do yoga a few nights a week which got me out of the office um, chucking a Pilates class every now and then but um, you know that is what sets me up. I get my buzz from, from nature and then, and then you get the other buzz when you're working with all the, the guys and sort of talking about exciting ideas on projects that we're trying to get off the ground or finish or whichever stage they're in. So, yeah, it's all still very creative. <laughs> yeah. It, it's interesting um, that you say you think I might rethink our approach to, to offices and flexibility in that sense. Do you think um, what, are, what are the takeaways that you think might come from this? Um, Look, I'm not really sure, I haven't thought it out entirely, but I do think that when you're able to work in your own environment and have that engagement when you need it, perhaps more concentrated with those that you know you need to collaborate with, I think other things open up from that, as in more freedom and more flexibility, less commuting, mm. cleaner air. I don't know, there's all sorts of benefits. So you kind of think, well... What is the office space? Does that need to be redefined if people have a, a new confidence in, in people's performance, um, you know, outside of that traditional model? And, you know, do those buildings become used for something else or do they still exist but become smaller and more meeting space-oriented? Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but th- there seems to be lots of options out there if we keep thinking creatively and adapting to whatever it is we're, we're going through, right? Yeah, yeah. How are you reaching and staying in touch with clients and collaborators? You mentioned you've been to a few uh, site visits because obviously we're still able to, to do that. But what about, um, you know, for clients in different stages of the design process and also collaborators and, um, I guess, contractors? Yeah, well, I mean, right now we've got the team all in different locations. A few of them are sort of working from the office because they prefer to do that. There's small room there now. Um, and the rest of them are are at home and we're all sort of connecting via video phone and and email as per usual. Mm. Our office phone has been diverted to our mobiles so Mm. that all still feels the same. We're doing mostly everything online um, except for those site visits which, you know, is kind of normal anyway. Mm. But, yeah, most of the correspondence with builders I talk to or clients or the team, it's, it's, it's on the phone over email, the odd video call in between. It's all running smoothly. Um, some clients don't like the video calling thing, which is fine. I, I go out and meet them. We sit down together and, mm. at 1.5 and have a chat. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, so that's all, 
it's all working. I don't know. I don't find it to be a great disruption to how we're running our practice, but it has been only you know several weeks. But um, I'm sure, given we've gone through this so far, I think it'll probably only get better. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think there was a. Um, it seemed like a bigger disruption that it ended up being obviously in in this architecture and design industry there's been a lot bigger disruptions to to different industries but a lot of the people that I've spoken to and and certainly for our company it's been a big adjustment in transitioning people to work from home and then it's sort of been business and usual and and like it sounds it it sounds for you as well you're almost busier than ever in all the new things that we're doing um I think it would be interesting to see where we are after this and how it's kind of made us rethink the ways that we're working and our Tobias partners has it sort of made everyone rethink a necessity to have a meeting or to come together. Are things are there processes that can probably be done remotely moving forward? Uh, for sure. I think definitely there are things that can, you know, require less engagement and maybe more efficiency, but I think we really want to just make sure that everybody is in constant contact. So we, <laughs> I don't know, we're kind of like a, we're not that big an office, so we're more like a, a big family, I guess. So everybody's always wanting to sort of see how everybody's going. We've still got all the email banter and the good humour running across, you know, the screens. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it, I think it's more or less how it has been. But there will be definitely some challenges, obviously, with the travel restrictions and all those sorts of things in place. Mm. It, it makes it difficult to do work in remote locations, although just recently we had a council meeting over Zoom, which was for a place down on the far south coast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, things are still happening, but it's just a little bit different. I think we're yet to sort of experience all of those obstacles but you know our work is challenging anyway and we're kind of set up to deal with difficult problems and you know resolve them in artful ways so yeah I think it's business as usual in general. Mm. Do you think it'll um, impact the way people design their houses obviously Tobias Partners works as you said a lot in in the residential space Um, I definitely notice a lot of the projects that come across the Habitus desk they'll have um, really you know beautifully done but kind of compact study nooks and, and little reading spaces that look lovely and are probably a great place to spend 20 minutes, you know, reading a magazine or, or taking a call. But now as they're kind of being used nine to five, five days a week, um, is there more, do you think there'll be more attention paid to uh, study spaces and, and home studios? Definitely. I think if that's the way that it's going, what I was saying earlier about, you know, maybe pulling out, making office spaces smaller um, and then attaching that perhaps into amplifying your own home to be able to, you know, meet those new functions, um, then, yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe there'll be some repurposing of excess commercial buildings out there that could serve residential functions and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, there's all sorts of interesting things can come of it, but... Yeah, I encourage people to always have a better home and you know, that's, that's what we do. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it just keeps rolling in. Yeah, even <laughs> even the, the benefit of having a well-designed home is becoming quite prevalent as people are starting to spend 24 hours a day or quite close to that at the home. And I think you could really disguise poor design. In Australia, when we have such active lifestyles and we love to go out and we love to hike and have dinner and you know do things socially outside of the home but when we're asked to spend the majority of time inside the difference between the levels of architecture becomes quite prevalent 
Yeah, definitely. Um, design is of utmost importance. How does your home work and, you know, does it work for you? And having that office space that, you know, gives you the separation from the kids or having the space where you can do the homeschooling or having yeah. the, the spot for exercise. I mean, there's there's so many things that have just sort of attached themselves to what was once, you know, the house brief as we, as we knew it, I suppose. Mm. Um, we're sort of coming to our time here, but I guess to finish it would be nice to hear what would you say would be your main takeaway from this experience and that can be professional or personal or, you know, anecdotal? Um, look, I think, you know, we've, we've touched on all of, you know, all of the key changes, I suppose, that affect our immediate environment. I think long-term we're definitely going to reevaluate our working models and I see, you know, it seems that most people I talk to are finding some sort of silver lining amongst all of this whether that's um, you know more time with their family, less commuting, more flexibility around how we work, yeah. you know, a cleaner environment, all those sorts of things, um, and you know, keeping people happy and healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's our, our number one, isn't it? Absolutely, Richard. Thank you so much for your time and for dialing in with Habitus. Thank you very much, Holly. It's really nice to talk with you. My name is Holly Kinnean, that was Dialing In with Habitus, and you can read more about architecture, design, and the creative community at habitusliving.com.au, or by following Habitus Living on Instagram. A link to both of those and more in the episode notes.